following podcast may contain a dash of popular profanities. I'm loud. Hold on. Who's in booth? Nobody. Okay. Hello, everybody. I am Frank Hamblin on the internet telephone. Clint Cockberth. I am the man born from man. Horace Mangrove and William Bentley III and Alex Greenspan all have the night off tonight. They couldn't come up with anything for poo-poo platter. It was too hard for them to think of number 13 or a number 2 in a poop bowl. Joining us for the first time ever, though. On the internet telephone as well, Reverend Charlie Goodmuffin. Good evening, my sons. Reverend, a lot of people think that you're an actual reverend, but you're not. That's your first name is Reverend, and your middle name is Charlie, and of course, Goodmuffin is your family name. When you get mail, it's addressed to Mr. Reverend Charlie Goodmuffin. And now, if your middle name was General instead of Charlie, then you'd be Mr. Reverend General Goodmuffin. Pick of the Buck is brought to you every month as part of the GiantMediaBall.com network. And as part of We Talk Games, We Talk Games, Pick of the Buck. And don't forget, we're also sponsored by the ST-688. ST-688, therapeutic mechanism, acting of cells, muscles, nerves, organs, and tissues can produce weak current. It is formed due to change of some biological electrons in living organisms. The whole life of human being cannot get away from electronic motion. It always maintains relative balance in unbalance. According to the theory of channel dollars and collaterals in Chinese medicine, the unbalance of the biological chain may cause disorder of channels and collaterals, arousing various discomfort or pains of human body. Though the high and advanced digital technology, the microelectronic programs of the production synthesize seven high-energy biological electronic currents to directly aft to feet the body surface acupoints of mm, fixed acupoints of affected place. Pick up your ST-688 today. Mm, yeah, I've been uh, hoping to win the pick of the buck sometime, and I'm gonna I'm gonna splurge on one. Find them at reputable retailers everywhere. So as you know, because you follow this program, <laughs> pick it a bucks. What happens is we, we take a dollar, you put your name on a dollar, you just write it small. Don't be like an idiot and write it over the whole thing. Just put it in a little bit of the corner. At first you get a job, then you get a boss, and then the boss buys a hat. You put your dollars in the hat, stirs them up a bit there, picks one of the bucks out of there, and then whosoever's name's on it. Gets the kitty. Now you got a whole wad of cash to go down to your local used game store and pick up one of the fine games that we're going to talk about on today's show. Each month, T.T. Schmootkins, using her peeny, Akari, Rob, 36-something or another, whatever, yodelay-he-who thing that takes way too long to just come up with an adjective and a noun, picks the theme that we're going to do on the next month's show. And this month's theme is... Poo-poo platter, poo-poo platter, which is not necessarily an adjective in a, in a noun. It's more of a food or some type of turd. I, yeah, I was confused because I, I just went straight poo with my pick. You went you know? poop? Okay. Well, I, I went straight poop. Why don't you start with your straight poop? Clint Cockberth, go! This was the first game that popped into my head. Or and, pooped uh, I don't into know if, your head. <laughs> or, <laughs> first idea that popped out my butt. Eh. I couldn't really think of any games with specifically Chinese food or even specifically a poo-poo platter or a, a number 13, Yes, as you called it, Frank. <laughs> the first thing that popped in my head is uh, the, a, a part of a game, more oh. than a whole game. Oh, that doesn't count. It doesn't count? No, it does. Oh, perfect, because yeah. I'm pretty sure there's some uh, fecal matter later in the game or at some other point. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Conker's Bad Fur Day from 2001. Oh, so Conker's! I figured this was a perfect game because uh, there's a wonderful sequence in the game. Not too far in, I played this in my younger years, mm-hmm. 
and and finally remember fighting one of the bosses who is the great mighty Pooh. Oh, and he is a giant opera singing pile of poop with corn for teeth. <laughs> I do not remember this boss. You don't? No. Oh, it is. It, that would have left an impression. I guess what I figure. I'm like I. I would have sworn you would have known about this, Frank, but uh, it's really cool. I know you, cl- you climb inside this mountain, and he's just in this giant cave where just everything is poop. It's poop all over the mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm. And he pops out, and he, he sings a song about being poop, you yeah. know, which, you which know, you it goes, oh, I am the great mighty poo, and I'm going to fling my shit at you. <laughs> a handful of tish straight from my chocolate starfish. Oh. How about some scat, you little twat? Oh. And uh, he begins throwing a poop at you. But, I back up, just Conker's Bad Fur Day is a game by Rare. We all know who Rare is nowadays. They're the guys who make the avatars for the Xbox 360. I <laughs> yeah, they, they don't do much of anything anymore ever since Microsoft bought them out. Yeah. They haven't come out with any games like Conker's Bad Fur Day in a very long time, which is sad because they were one of the biggest people in the uh, genre of 3D platformers back in the age of the Nintendo 64. Besides Nintendo, they were the only other people, I feel, who got it right, as good as they could get it. Yeah. Because, you know, this is an era you look back and, you know, this is all very scat-centric, but a lot of that looks like poop now. Yeah, yeah, like Zelda. And you're like, why did we switch to polygons? We could have stuck with pixels and gone farther with that, but... I should have just played the two Zelda games, because I always said that they looked like just brown turds running around. (laughs) And everyone everyone hates me already, who cares? No, but I can see that from the colors uh, Link wears. It was like a pea soup poop color, and... My buddy tells me he's riding a horse. I don't know. You know <laughs> I just hear clip clops and and I just see poop on the screen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. The Ochre of Time. Yeah, and thankfully in Conquers, it is poop. So yes, you know, it works. It does it work. works? Which this game came out in two thousand one, which was uh, one of the last games to come out. On the Nintendo 64, the last game came out in 2002, and it was the only game that came out in 2002 for the Nintendo 64, which was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Oh, was it? Oh, yes. But back to Rare and Conkers, this game is very similar to Donkey Kong Country 64 and Banjo-Kazooie, which both came out in years prior in uh, 1999 and 2000, I believe, those two games came out. It's a fun game, Conkers. It's kind of limited because he just has a frying pan for an attack, and then there are little areas where you'll see literally the B button, like it looks like on your Nintendo 64 controller on the ground, Mm -hmm. and you will walk up, stand on it, and hit the B button, and it is context-sensitive. So depending on what's going on in the game, the depends on uh, what you produce, you know, and since the whole point of this game is Conker gets yeah. drunk, Conker gets lost, yeah. and Conker needs to find his way home to his honey, Barry, who you just see in a clip, a scene in the in the opening, so he wants to get back to her, he gets lost, and you end up fighting a giant pile of poop at one point, who uh, is an opera singer, and on these context-sensitive pads, or uh, you use it, you produce a giant roll of toilet paper, and you gotta throw it into his mouth, make him hack and cough, and once you've thrown enough in, he, he hits a note high enough to uh, shatter this glass behind him, which behind it is the flusher. Ah. <laughs> and you pull the flusher, and you flush him down the hole he came out of. So, so, it, so it has the lever. It, ha- or it, it has, yeah, chain. It has not the lever. It has, like, the, uh, the chain. Oh, it does have a chain. Yeah, it's like the chain <sighs> with the handle, like the old style. Yeah. The Push the lever, pull the chain, out comes chocolate choo-choo train. That's right. How about that Cobra Triangle? That was one of my favorite rare games back for the NES. Yes, excellent. Yeah, they always pushed the envelope. They tried to, you know, on the NES. Try to make it do things that uh, normally could. They did uh, RC Pro-Am too, right? Yes, and also in that isometric tradition, uh, what is it? Snake, oh, Rattle, and Roll. There you go. Yeah. That was one I was. I just was thinking of as well. That Toothly. is very surprising that uh, looking back, you're like, oh, God, the same guys who made Perfect Dark yeah, made right. this weird snake goblin ping pong balls game. Well, I like Cobra Triangle. And then, of course, it's a boat game, right? Yes, you're on rivers. They're shooting. And Cobra Triangle is great. I really like that physics, too, that was built in that, you know, that real icy pond skating around physics that you have, the the loose kick your ass out and give her the gas. 
Yeah, which, which makes sense guess. in a game like that. But in Conquers, there is a little bit of a weird slide to the yeah. controls. If the, if there's any problem with Conquers, it is the controls. You know, it has that. We made this as good as we could for the system, and probably should have waited a couple of years. You know, well, to, uh, rare. Yeah, like even Star I, Force I, I, Gemini I re- is that what it was called? Jet oh. Force Gemini. Jet yeah, yeah, Force yeah, yeah, Gemini, yeah, yeah. where he was the guy and the girl and the dog. Oh, I try to forget dog. about dogs and things. <laughs> you know, like Scooby-Doo and uh, Jabberjaw and uh, Goober and the Ghost Chasers. Any other thing with Hanna-Barbera that has the animal mascot. Speed Buggy. Speed Buggy. I'm thinking of Wonder... Oh, no, that was Speed Buggy. And Wonder Bug did something like that, too. Wonder Bug was... Uh, who cares? So, very good. I'm glad that you did your poop. And yeah. uh, I'm going to have to revisit Conquers because I don't know why I don't remember that. Yeah, I'd say revisit it if you want to see what, uh, quote-unquote, an adult mature game back in the day was. Because this was kind of shocking when I was little to... Uh, well, I wasn't very little. I was, when was I? I was like 20 when this game came out. So, not all that young. 1920. But uh, it was cool because you never had these kind of games that would uh, make adult jokes and stuff like that. Having a whole point of the game being a guy gets drunk and you know wanders out of a bar and doesn't know where he is it's fun similar games uh booger man just because it's just oh, gross yeah. and weird like booger man is and i think of that that yeah, that was like the only other game i could think of that might fit this theme and that was also similar as he doesn't poop really though he just kind of farts and he farts boogers. yeah and he might have uh, left some skid marks of some sort possibly but that would have been a good thing for tt to pick skid marks because you could <laughs> go theme. lots yeah, of different ways there as well yeah. But if uh, you don't want to try to get to the Great Mighty Pooh, look up a video. It's a great little song. People have cut it together. It's, oh, okay. it's funny. It's it's a funny little uh, part of this game, so which ends really depressing. Oh. Well, it breaks I... the fourth wall, but is also really kind of sad and fucked up and like, hey, treasure what you have, because it could just die. Oh. <laughs> Check it yeah. out. I don't like it. Did Rare do the Donkey Kong countries? What did yeah, they, they yeah, did. Yeah, that's yeah. their fault. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Some people really like Rare a lot, and other people don't. I'm, I really loved them back in the NES days uh, when Donkey Kong Country came out. Forget about it. I loved it. Then uh, it started to wear on you. Now a lot of people don't care for it very much, and um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm more forgiving towards it now. I think I got over my hate. I'm swinging back around again. I think they're definitely fun, especially the first one. I was never really a fan of two or three, and a lot of people are always like, they're much better than the original. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I don't really care about the baby Kong. Like, he yeah. is just Donkey yeah. Kong. Why didn't you just put Donkey Kong in there? He's the right. same character. He's yeah. the strong guy. But Grandpa Kong, I guess, is the... He's the original, original Donkey yeah. Kong. Yeah, Cranky Kong. Yeah, Cranky. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I, I always liked Funky Kong, who was the surfer dude and rocking <laughs> the fun Oakley dude. Cool guy. Not that great looking back, especially even Donkey Kong sixty four. Oh yeah, is, yeah. That's uh, that's an embarrassment. But yeah, it, but it Donkey Kongo. Has... Now you're talking. Yes, Donkey Konga. Yeah, very good. Good game. Good yeah, Kongos. the more recent ones are good too, but that's not rare anymore. Nintendo, right? It basically took it back, gotcha. but they went, kind of went back to the old uh, side-scrolling style for the most part. Added some new stuff. The speedrunning scene is really big in uh, both the old ones and the more recent ones. You could have picked that too. Donkey Kong has, you know, in the early ones, he has that little twirl on the top of his head. His head kind of looks <laughs> like a little Japanese-style poop. Yes, Reverend Charlie Goodmuffin, go! For my uh, selection, actually, I'd, I could have gone either way with the uh, Chinese food. It's I heard that. kind of hard to find in games, but there's a couple. At least one came to mind. But I decided to go straight poop instead. Okay. Funny you mentioned poop and Zelda earlier because my game involves poop and Zelda. In The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, there is a mysterious hand that comes out of the toilet at the stockpot in at midnight looking for paper. Aha. Uh-huh. And you can give it any piece of paper. Like any deeds, uh, letters, anything that you get from the game, and it will wipe itself and thank you. <laughs> it doesn't really say if it wipes anything, but it definitely takes the piece of paper, and it's one of the side quests. You can also give it other items, and uh, it will react in kind. Bombs, it is very upset about. But I uh, came to mind, uh, the original Majora's Mask came out, what, I think April 2007? 
the hand was revisited most recently in uh, Skyward Sword. The quest is the same. There's a hand in the toilet. There's weird moaning coming from the bathroom at midnight, and it's asking for paper. Except this time around, it gets mean. Oh. One of the kids from the crew of bullies that's been bothering Link the entire time has a love letter he wants you to give to another one of your classmates. And you can give it to the classmate, or you can give it to the hand. Because, screw that guy. He's kind of a dick. <laughs> Either way, you finish the quest, you get the same amount of uh, gratitude crystals or whatever. But uh, it's funny just seeing him get super depressed when you give the love letter to the toilet. (laughs) And then what's even weirder is the next night, if you come back to his room, the hand is apparently disembodied and stroking him in his sleep. Stroking his hair in his sleep. Yeah, that's what... But it has found a brand new lover. Short, stocky guy and poop hand for life. He does call him Uncle Hand, but it's not his real uncle. It's implied to be feminine in uh, Skyward Sword. So he's going to have a happy life with this hand forever. He's never been given a name or anything. Uh, Apparently it's just inspired by the whole scary story where a hand comes up and grabs you while you're doing your business. (laughs) Now, the postman is in Majora's Mask as well, right? Yes, there's the postman. A lot of the characters from uh, Poop Horse, all the Legend (laughs) of Poop Horse came back or had at least slightly altered forms. Yes. He doesn't have anything to do with the hand, does he? He's about as lanky as the hand, but uh, no, it's not his hand. Maybe he plays the hand, like Lurch played thing in Adam's Family. Maybe. You don't really get to see that much of what the postman does at night, so... Yeah, he might be sticking his hands up toilets, rubbing, stroking people's hairs. Helping people make special deliveries. There you go. Uh-huh. It does take letters, so it could be very possible. Just put it in his slot. What was the postman's name? Pr- Pringle? Oh, no, uh, wait. Who was that Pringle guy that had his own game where you get his diamonds? Loopy uh, Tingle's the guy who makes maps. He's not oh, a postman, he's a map but he's also the best character in the Zelda franchise, hands down. Yeah. And because he's Tingle's... basically a creep who wants to be a child <laughs> for the rest of his life with a fairy. I don't know anybody like that. What was his Tingle's... Happy Crystal Land. What was it called? It was Tingle's Rosy or Rupee Land. That's it. That's it. There was actually a sequel where he was looking for love and not just money, but uh, even Europe didn't get that one, unfortunately. <laughs> He's got a dog in that one, and uh, yeah, yeah. there's a lady Tingle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're beards. The dog's name was Barkle. I remember that much. I don't know what you call a, a male beard. I think. I've heard the term leg beard, but I think that's more of a neck beard knockoff. I see. Yeah, that's probably not it. Also, my favorite single was the Wind Waker one because he had the three uh, brothers, cousins, whatever. Oh, yeah. Work. Wind Waker. Or, or in Minish Cap where there's all sorts of them all over the place. And that was the same uh, three brothers in him. Oh, it is? It's the same as in Wind Waker? Yeah, it's uh, Ankle, Knuckle, and David Jr. David Jr.? He's not actually related. <laughs> no. I shit my pants. Oh, uh, here comes Stinky. Oh, jeez. What's the matter, Stink? I shit my pants. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> no, I didn't mean the game. Oh, you want to add to uh, the poo-poo platter, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think this out well enough. 2009. 2009, my buddy, Kenry Pete, came... <laughs> I wrote it on his paper. I used when I shit my pants. Uh, he made a game called... Don't shit your pants. Whoa. I think I played this. Kenny Reet Lee? Is that the guy you're saying? Your friend? You know this guy? Henry Pete. He peed? About shit in your pants. Yeah. That's the thing. You don't want to shit your pants. That's why he called it Don't Shit Your Pants. Otherwise, it would be called Shit Your Pants, Please! (laughs) Exclamation point, question mark. And this one is a text adventure, you see. It's a text adventure, and you can play this online for free. Now, I know all you kids, you play these things for free anyway because you're a bunch of thieves. But this one is actually free. You can probably find it out on GeoCities. You can even find it on my web website, aol.homepage.com, tilde, stinky, forward slash index, dot php, Question mark HTML dot don't shit your pants octopus garden dot gov. I don't think those are real. Yeah. 
And uh, so it's a text-based adventure. You know, you're in a dark room, and there's a light switch. Then you type, turn on light switch. From then on, you don't know what to do anymore. It's like that. So you start out, and you're this fuchsia guy. You have on a wife beater. You don't have a lot of hair. You look like Wiggly when he takes off his toupee. So there you are, and then you have to type to have the guy not shit in his pants. It's pretty difficult. I think there's uh, ten different endings. <sighs> Do you shit your pants in all the endings? No. I think the third time I played it, I actually made it on a toilet, and then uh, I think I said, congratulations, y- you shit. <laughs> okay. Congratulations, you shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. How was it actually uh, punctuated? I gotta go. All right. That's enough of him anyway. Yeah, they, Don't go in your pants. Yeah. Well, he. It, the bathrooms here at the Trapdoor Mansion used to have carpeting in them. Well, that didn't last long. Uh, oh, my. That was number one. That's disgusting. And number two, forget it. It's a survival horror game. <laughs> I did play that one. Good game. A lot of fun. And if you unlock all ten endings, you actually get crowned the shit king. And why wouldn't you? (laughs) Reverend Goodmuffin, what was the food one you would have done? Oh, the food one? Well, you want a poo-poo platter. You want to go to River City. Uh, River City Branson, 1989 on the NES. Sure. Yeah, Mao's Place. I forget which part of town it's in, but uh, it's got some of the best Chinese around. Uh, The great thing about that game was all the food items uh, boosted your stats permanently. I believe it was pepper beef. Beef with pepper was one of those. Yeah. Probably one of the best boosts in the game. It's like a stamina plus 20, and there was another. I think it boosts your kick alongside that, but that could be one of the noodle dishes. But, yeah, they actually had all sorts of food in that one. Mao's Place, named for the chairman. That wouldn't fly. No, it wouldn't. (laughs) It was also uh, one of the first games where... uh, Kids were squids, technically, as one of the gangs was named the squids, at least in the U.S. localization. You wouldn't believe how many times Hot Blood at High School comes up in our We Talk Games programming. I mean, it's very, very very often. Awesome games. It's just a franchise. And it spread itself among so many different genres that uh, and it, it excelled. At those genres that it expanded into as well. The dodgeball. The best and, sports games ever made right there. True. Yeah, the soccer. Forgot about that one. Unless <laughs> we forget Crash and the Boys. Crash and the yeah. Boys. There were definitely two, and I'm pretty sure one had winter sports or extreme sports or something. It's rough because they always change the name of everything when they bring it to the States and don't include the hot-blooded high school prefix. Uh, yeah, like or the Kunio-kun. Right, would have exactly. Been nice. Exactly. Yeah. It also kind of made its way to film, sort of. There was an independent uh, film studio. I believe they're out of New York. They closed up shop this past year, but X-Strike Studios did. Their first film was River City Rumble, and they did a live-action version of it, and it is as terrible as (laughs) some college freshmen making a film, beating the crap out of each other and making bad jokes would be. Does anybody get thrown in front of a subway? I don't believe so, but they are throwing tires at one another and trash cans. I think they might have gotten their hands on a mailbox, but I'm not entirely sure. Do they yell blarg as they die? Oh, there's definitely a lot of blarging and barfing. (laughs) And then they throw coins in the air as they die. Oh, yes, and they always throw down change. Very good. I think I think in the uh, director's commentary they actually uh, did the math on how much change they (laughs) dropped versus how much of that change they ended up losing. That's awesome. Well, my game, of course, is going to be for the NEC PC Engine. And it's, of course, uh, to do with poop. And it's something a lot of people have been clamoring for. Why isn't this your favorite game? And, of course, I'm talking about Download and Download 2. No, I am talking about, although that would have been much better for me to review because those are actually good shooters, 1992's Media Rings Toilet Kids. And the, oh. reason, yeah, the reason I never reviewed this game is because it's a piece of shit. <laughs> exactly. And that works on a lot of levels. Yeah, I gave this a try because I figured this would be uh, your pick, Frank, being uh, your big PC Engine guy. So, Well, it's, it's come up on more than one occasion. As soon as someone is reading a book or, I don't know, flipping through something and they see the 
the words toilet kids and they see it was for the the pc engine the turbo graphics 16 uh, they think well, why is this not your favorite game that is the reason and now i will tell you a little bit about toilet kids toilet kids is two-player simultaneous if you like it mostly rips off twin b which would come out in 1985 by konami konami would also release uh, some wonderful versions of twin b both on the pc engine and you know what i don't think twin b made it to the turbo graphics it might have but i definitely know it uh, well it came out for the super famicom yeah there was um, one on the uh, original famicom as well right, right two sure, actually sure. but uh, we we only got one over here okay so we did get twin bees but i just can't remember which ones actually made it because i mostly imported the japanese ones you know to get them we got twin b2 as stinger on the nintendo entertainment system uh, my favorite games as a child i definitely highly recommend tracking that one down yeah it's wonderful so that started in 85 and now we're already in 92 with this uh media rings <laughs> toilet rings toilet kids uh, i think that really uh, media you know they lasted a long time i don't know anything about media rings i shouldn't speak ill of them but i hope they never made anything else ever again it's very reminiscent of uh, Namco Xevious, of course, from 1982, 10 years prior to this. Because you, you, you can play two players simultaneous. One would be a boy, one would be a girl. It's uh, vertical scrolling. It's force scrolling going up. You're going up and up. And you can move your ship all about, all about the screen as much as you like. And you have a reticle that's on the ground for your bombs, as in Xevious. And then you can shoot flying things up above in the air spaces. It begins with a little story. And when I say a little story, I mean, I don't know I mean, what is going on this, in this game. The intro to this looks worse than Stinky's Don't Shit Your Pants recommendation, which, by the way, I recommend that as well. It's a great introduction to text-based adventures, I think. And then from there, you can go in a Zork or whatever you want to do. But I think this is a nice jump off, if you will, because you don't want to shit your pants. Yeah, and it's not as uh, long or lengthy as a game <laughs> right. like Zork. Yes, it will be over whether you win or lose in about two minutes. So as long as you type. If you don't type, then it won't be over. Yeah, this will uh, prep you to go play games like Space Quest 1, 2, or 3. Indeed. Yeah. And it will pr- and read a book, maybe, instead of playing games all the time. Yeah. Write a book. Yeah. <laughs> Write a book on how much media rings is... Uh, <laughs> shitty company they made a, a lot of stuff but it was all very early it Did seems they? toilet kids in 92 i don't recognize any oh my god <laughs> let's hear it do you know what game they made for the super nintendo no apparently they are responsible in some way i don't know why this is listed for balls oh Wow. Oh my. For some reason it says, oh, they were the publisher of Balls. Okay. Apparently. Oh, they okay. published in Japan. Okay. Okay, that's what they so did. Somehow they survived that long. <laughs> yeah, I was long yeah. enough to go from making poop games to just publishing. <laughs> yeah, they published yeah. way more games than they actually developed. Gotcha. So our story begins. <laughs> You're a tired boy. You pull down your pajamas. Your nude little dinky is even sticking out and everything. It's like You're, four pixels long. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this episode is going to be confiscated and used against me in a court of law. So you're sitting on the edge of the toilet, as you do, and the toilet spews forth a water geyser. You fly up into the air, off screen, and for some reason, when you come back down to where the toilet is, you dive into the toilet bowl while you're shrinking a bit to fit in there. You know, story. <laughs> yeah, now, like you do. He does a full-on, like almost like a dive into it, though, isn't he? Look like there, he's and there's absolutely no sound effects to go on. You're going to be cranking up the volume. What, what was my sound broken? And then all of a sudden, the horrible music will begin for the actual game itself. You emerge from a bidet or some type of urinal, uh, and you're riding on top of an I don't know what type of flying jet. I found actually shots from the manual, and it's a goose-shaped like kitty uh, toy with wings on it oh my gosh well that makes you know what i wanted to look for an explanation from the manual and uh i didn't get to do that so thank you reverend once again it's a miracle you saved the day it's what i do so what you do in this game uh, you know like i said it's set up sort of like xevious except very ugly and the backgrounds don't make very much sense you aim for the golden swirly shits to unlock more powerful shots, and those ones you hit with your bombs, with your reticle, the B button. 
And I'll get into the type of shots you have in a bit. And then there's also some giant swirly turd mountains that you could blow up and like that. Much like PC Caveman and or Bonk, you see the, the enemy right in the beginning at the title screen. You see King Drool at the beginning of Bonk, floating around in Bonk 2 or Bonk 1. I can't remember which Bonk, but it's no secret who King Drool is. So is the case with this. Uh, your antagonist is the shit genie. I don't really know who he is. <laughs> He's a giant djinn of He's some the- type. He lives in Egypt. <laughs> the gastrointestinal djinn? I guess. Yeah, I saw him at the beginning, and with the story, I was thinking, like, why didn't he pop out of the toilet, zap the kid, shrink him down, and pull him in? Then it's like, oh, no, you know, you kind of understand why he got pulled in. There's an evil bad guy who did it. But otherwise, it's just like, does this happen to this kid every night he goes to take a shit? You're really giving him too much credit. Oh, well, I'm saying what they should have done is yeah. maybe do something like that. Like, yeah. Show the bad guy, zap the kid into the toilet, because I'm guessing that's what happens. Right. Because that was every game. Bad guy kidnaps you, sure. throws you into world, conquer sure. it. On the title screen, it's just uh, this guy. He's uh, dressed like a genie, and in each hand, he has a pile of swirly shit, and on the top of his head, he has a swirly shit hat as well, which are very popular uh, with the kids, the swirly shit hats. You aim for those things, and you know, they're glistening golden things, and then you'll get some power-ups. Now, your enemies that you fight are some turtles with swirly shit shells. You got uh, some flies that throw shit balls at you. You got flip-flops, I think, that fly at you. Yes, th- those are Geita, <laughs> traditional Japanese sandals. Right, so you, I guess you can uh, step over shit, but why are they flying at you as your enemy? I don't know. You would think <laughs> yeah. that would be a power-up. You'd want to wear those. Um, Maybe they already stepped in it. <laughs> Maybe. Who can tell, really? It barely looks like the shoes. Uh, You have elongated toilets, uh, and then you also have hoppers. Now, what's the difference? Well, the elongated toilets look like bowls or bidets, but they're shooting shit out of them, so I don't think they would be bidets. They're shooting shit balls out of the little hole in the bottom, and then the hoppers would be the ones, of course, with the hopper lids, and then they open and shoot things. Zorak is in this. I don't know why Zorak is in this game. (laughs) Yes, he's got a human butt. I love it. (laughs) He's on crack. He gets the crack shakes, and then somehow a turd comes out of him. I don't know where it comes from or whatever, but uh, that's what happens to him. And, of course, you have the fun things that you would think would make the game great. You have gorillas that reach into their ass and fling shitballs at you. You have uh, a reindeer, and a lot of people had this reindeer uh, raisinette toy for Christmas. Uh, you're, yep, you're, I had one. <laughs> did you? I probably still have it somewhere. You know, you put the raisinettes in the deer, and you lower its head or lift its tail or whatever, and, or moose, and then uh, the raisinettes come out its butt, and then you eat it like it's poop. So I this, definitely uh, got that in a white elephant one year. There you go. Guess you couldn't buy me that remote control car I wanted. I mean, I was like, yeah, I guess. And it wasn't even raisinettes. Like, at least if it was raisinettes, I'd be like, all right, raisinettes, I can eat these, but... <laughs> It was like, here's some off-brand rock candy that looks like poop. I asked for Super Mario Brothers too, but this reindeer with the candy is going to be just as good. I know. It was difficult growing up in the cock birth home. And now you're fat and you don't have a Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. And your teeth are falling out. Yeah, too much off-brand rock candy. <laughs> the reindeers do not disappoint. They come on screen, they put their ass towards the screen, they shake it. And they wiggle out some turd balls right out their balloon knot. Also, there's some skunks. They'll turn around and they'll shoot yellow gas out of their pucker hole. And there's some uh, lions shoot yellow gas at you. And, and here's some other really neat things. First mini boss is this three spiders that come after you. There, of course, three pig-nosed spiders with bare human asses. And they will shoot turd balls out of their pig snouts. And why wouldn't they? Don't run into their spider webs, pro player tip, or you will be destroyed. And once you defeat them, you continue, because it's a mid-level boss, you continue up the screen. Don't run into their webs that are still there, because you'll still get killed, even though you killed them. 
This isn't necessarily a very difficult game. You might think that it is initially, but once you start getting the power-ups and once you really start hammering on the button, you might want to play this on a, on a pad or something because you will get carpal tunnel if you try to fire at the rate that you will need to fire to be good at this game. But listen, let me tell you something. Don't fucking play this game. Uh, the first <laughs> boss is this. You get more pig nose. I don't know what's up with the pig nose and turds, but that's what you get. The first boss is this anorexic pig nose yellow jacket that shoots mucus drops at you snot bubbles and then of course turd balls you fight a urinal submarine it's a submarine it's a submarine shoot what do you call those things that you get shot at you urinal cakes urinal cakes no uh, <laughs> you know see that would have been good if it would have done that i would have enjoyed it but no it just shoots regular torpedoes you got a happy purple whale now, this must have just been like some fucking clip sprites from some other game. I swear to God. Because this happy purple whale that smiles at you, what do you think he has to do with turds? Uh, of- <laughs> does he have a, a human torso on the bottom like everything else? No. Yeah. His eyes are swirly shit turds. His eyes. <laughs> that you have to drop bombs on his eyes. And then when you blow up one eye, he still has another eye. You got to blow up both eyes individually. And when you blow it up, it becomes a big splat of shit. And then from the big splotch of shit is one of those uh, Japanese type of ball tears that sort of just like dangles and bounces up and down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah like the pendulum. I don't know what that's called. Kind of thing. Yeah. So that's what happens to him. So boo, I say to you, that's terrible. One of the things you're mentioning is uh, at the end of the one level, you fight an Apache helicopter. Looks like a very uh, cartoony helicopter, except for that there is no cockpit to the helicopter. It's just a naked butt. Yeah, they have those on the first level, the planes that have. Oh, yeah, a bit of dangle on that angle. There is. And why I think they grabbed this from something else is because there's one boss that would have taken way too much time that I think toilet rings would have given to this game and that is this multi-jointed eel like creature there's two of them they're these eel fish except that their bodies are urinals or like a giant trough uh if you remember knoble's grove or if you're if you're as old as i am or oh, you go, my uh, my 50s. old church had a trough urinal in the basement okay yeah i remember knoble's grove so okay well knoble's yeah. used to have a trough and here's the worst thing about knoble's trough it was a trough in the middle of the room so everyone would be peeing on one of the sides of this giant open trough looking right across at other people's schlingdings <laughs> Was it full of ice, too? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> you got to aim for the ice for some reason. Because it makes it fun to melt the ice with your hot pee. <laughs> I guess. People wonder why other people are scarred for life. It's, yeah. It's these things. Yeah, when uh, you're in the church basement taking a piss <laughs> next to Father McBride, it's a little weird. Yes, I'm... Look up the artwork for this game, though. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. I, I, I'm loving these squids with the butts. Yeah. And there's these shrimp things in the middle. They look lewd. Yeah, like they, this, they are. This is just gone <laughs> to places where children should not be. Well, it teaches you about anatomy and what comes out of where, I guess. Cocoa puff turds. Cocoa puffs evidently come out of your schlingding as well, because uh, the little shrimp that uh, come down there. What did you call them? Lobsters or shrimps? The shrimp. They're yeah, like the, the folders. They look like fried shrimp because there's also shrimps with pig noses or lobsters <laughs> with pig noses. Yeah. Next to the butt crabs. And right. I, I don't know. It's all very confusing. <laughs> yes, it is. It's like, let's just take these pixels and, okay, we draw this little pink butt on it. Or we make it when it floats away, you notice it has legs and a schlinging. And one of the funnier things are those squids. The squids have just a white squid head. They come down at you and you think it's just a squid flowing down at you. But when it goes away, it's too late. Legs doing the frog stroke is that what you call that frog stroke when you a frog kick yeah yeah the frog kick they're doing that and they got a little dingy in the middle and it's just it's just this, they don't have hands they don't have anything it's just this giant white squid hat on top of a person's legs I believe they are indeed a squid and a kid simultaneously oh god all this noise indeed you have that really neat squid person there's uh this r-type level where i don't know if you know r-type level two or level three there are these ships that come across and they just leave these this trail of uh, dots that you if you run into you'll you'll be murdered by them you can shoot through no. them or whatever but they they spin this web 
Yeah, is this where the fish comes in? The fish leave real fish turd. Now they have human legs. But I don't know if you ever owned pond goldfish or anything like that, but pond goldfish tend to leave really skinny, long poops. You might think it's a worm in somebody's pond, and maybe it is, but it, it might just be a big fish poop. And they uh, walk across the screen and they leave behind this brown line of poo. So that's fantastic. And you're like, well, what could you possibly hate about this? Here's the problems with it. I could forgive the control if it was funny, really funny. You'll get some laughs out of this. There's no doubt about it. There's some parts that are going to come up and you're going to go, oh, my gosh, like that. Uh, Exactly like that. You're going to go, oh, my gosh. But there's basically only three types of shots that you're going to see. You're going to see a ball, which is either going to be one of many colors, mostly cocoa puff turd balls you're going to have one of those that is another circle that'll turn into more circle turds because it's a a turd ball bomb and then you have yellow gas yellow gas that is used for both a burp i guess and for farty type of things and those are basically your shot balls and a cloud okay that's all you see, but that's all you see the entire game. Fortunately, it's not that long of a game, but that's all you see the entire game. And when you're playing this, what you begin to realize is that here's this thing that's blowing up into a shit ball. Here's this animal barfing a shit at me. Here's this other thing barfing a gas at me. Here's this other thing shitting on me. Here's a big pile of swirly shit mountain. Here's another thing of shit that I'm doing here. You realize I'm just... Going through shit. It's just like going to a donkey show in Mexico. You think, oh, it's going to be really titillating. And then you get there and it's a lady blowing a donkey. You just don't want to do it. You don't want to see that much shit. Yeah, you think you want that much poop and the little (laughs) swirly turds are funny. But when you see that many all at once. They're done. It's over. So there's nothing charming about it. I actually was getting a little queasy to my stomach. And I mean... I've seen some really disgusting things. I've performed operations on myself. I tapped my own water on the knee. I pulled out some of my own teeth with uh, pliers and some salt packets. I mean, I've done a lot of really disturbing things to myself and seen some sick things. I was getting sick from watching this game of cartoon turds. It's just too much. It's just shit flying around. It's the fever dream of a kid going through potty training. Exactly. Well, you win, and uh, you get a little naked girl baby and a naked boy baby. They're cherubs. One's in p- holding pink, and the other one's holding blue, so you know that they're boys and girls. And what do you know? You save the old man toilet paper god, and the end, you just wasted part of your life. So that's why I never reviewed that game, and uh, shame on me for going on so long about it. Fuck, I did go really long. The other game I would have rather reviewed, and I only talk about it, Quite briefly, and I mentioned it on uh, on We Talk Games a while ago, THQ's 2010 Chop Sushi. Chop Sushi. Chop Sushi? Even though that's not uh, Chinese, it's Japanese, but it is. it might be on the menu because <laughs> the places around me, they don't discern too much between Korean, Chinese, and Japanese of what's on their menus. In fact, sometimes I'll even have pizza. So, you know, there you go. Chop Sushi, I really recommend this as a puzzle game. Who plays puzzle games anymore? There's way too many of them. It's shovelware. Well, play Chop Sushi. It's an older title. Very interesting characters in the storyline. You'll go against these businessmen. They look like they just want to kill themselves. And you're a little sushi chef, and you're a master chef. And I'm not sure if this is a play on Master Chief or not. I've seen it used as Master Chief uh, and other games and riffed on as that, as Master Chef, Master Chief, things like this. I'm not quite sure. And you're a little pink. I don't know what you are. Maybe a sushi yourself. But uh, you'll swim to different islands to, to uh, go versus against other people playing a sushi game. And you'll stop on a rock. You'll just stop on a rock in the middle of your swim to another island. And it'll just say some type of zen shit. You know, while you're just standing there. And then... You continue swimming to the next island. 
But you always stop at this little rock and look up in the sky at the stars. And uh, the stars uh, count your ways to the next level, although that's never explained. It's very funny. It's a, it's a very self-aware characters that are in the game, these uh, these depressed businessmen and stuff like this. What did you think this uh, looked like? A threes, a game of threes? A match three game? Match three. Yeah. This one I would think you mostly play from the side. The reason I say that is because all your plays are played from the side. What you do is basically is you find a, a something in the middle or something towards an end, and then you can only move that one piece of sushi or fish (laughs) that one type of item to the end and then it'll push the whole line down okay so you're so you're normally playing from the side except that once you really get a hang of it and see what your opponents are doing you realize that you're not just pushing one thing from the side you can actually connect things that are either vertical or horizontal as well you can create these other lines of threes and you can create chains and it actually gets pretty damn deep you take turns you against your opponent uh, when you use chopsticks to move the little sushi things and you'll be like why can't i go anywhere it's because you have only move towards the the sides of the uh, play field and you have to be able to complete a row of three or four etc and as you progress through the game you actually get recipes and if you put these recipes together you might have a super combo to take a whole lot of your opponent's life off and then you get these reverse recipes what you try to do there set up your opponent to have to do that trap recipe move and then they'll lose points when they do that recipe they might try to make you get that that recipe and then then you lose Uh, so there's all different ways to try to set up your opponent you're not just trying to set up yourself to do chains which doesn't come very easily it it takes a little while to figure out how to make make a lot of chains go when you make a chain or when you make four in a row connection you get to go again and you can keep doing that and you can roll those over as long as you keep doing a chain or four in a row you can take the whole table just like in pool or something Ah. and so not only you're just trying to screw your opponent by making combos but you're also trying to make them have to do the one recipe so they take off their own life or you have to be careful that when you go to to complete a recipe that you're not setting up so that the next move that your opponent does will complete that recipe because you both work on the recipes together. There's a lot of technique to this game. It might look very simple when you first get it, but the deeper you go into it, the more elements are added to the game. It makes it very fun and very interesting and very challenging. Don't think, oh, my brain is going to hurt. It's very lighthearted enough so that you don't get to a point where you're overwhelmed with anything. You could take as long as you want to make your move. So it's not like one of these newer titles where, you know, you're trying to do dragons and dropping pennies or whatever it's called. Where you Puzzle and dragons? Yeah, it's not like that. That you or sort of get tense about. This one is chill. Just chill. Make, make some sushi. You know, yeah. at your own pace. Right on. Let's go for it, man. Well, that brings the end of that. Now we're going to go to T.T. Schmootkins to give us the theme for next month's Pick It Up. Well, actually, we don't know if it's going to be happening next month. Oh. We don't know the exact schedule. There definitely will be more Pick It Up, but we don't know uh, the timeline on it. But she's going to pick the theme for the next one anyway. Stinky uh, just purchased the UBS broadcasting system. So now he owns We Talk Games. He owns We Talk Games Video Power Magazine. He owns GiantMediaBall.com. He owns RIT Team, Rosenstein's Information Technology and Enriched Elbow Macaroni. And he owns uh, We Talk Games Committee for Podcast Conformity and Listener Integration, otherwise known as WECAC Flipglees. And now he owns the UBS Television Network. He keeps telling me I have to pay these tariffs, and I keep right. paying them. He, he said something about stock options, but I'm not seeing anything. No. No. We, uh, you know... I don't know. I'm not creative today at all. I got nothing. Holy okay. shit. <laughs> so we have to figure out what the hell the schedule is going to be like. Some org changes and stuff, but don't worry about it. Uh, I think everything will be back to normal. Fernwood tonight, America tonight, and Stinky tonight. So let's go to T.T. Schmookins for the theme of the next Pick of a Buck show. Bigfoot, 
Maniko Kachawa. Hello, my name is Titish Kamukins, setting the premise of next month's We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine, Pick a Debug program. Using my Pennsylvanian electronic numerical integrator computerized RISC-I triple 48 gigaflops blast processor emulator and a magictive subject service generator, also known as the Rosenstein's information technology and enriched elbow macaroni, we talk games, committee for podcast conformity and listener integration, P, Ni, Akari, Rob, 48, Blapparas, G2000. Next month's premise will be The Plumber Write down the, the what? The, the plumber. Oh, the plumber. Yeah, the plumber. The plumber. Okay, so if you could think about a game that would relate to the plumber, I guess you could be on uh, the next episode of We Talk Games Pick It a Buck. Hey, and now we pick it a buck. So everyone, everyone sent me their do- sent me their dollars. Gonna get me one of those PX six sixty eight whatever whatever version they're on now. Shit. Reverend Charlie Goodmuffin sent in his dollar. Cunt Cockbirth send in his dollar. Clint, I mean Clint. Clint, yes. It looks like cunt. It's just spelled that way. Yeah, I told you. It's, it's weird. It's how my mom wanted it spelled. You gotta stop spelling your name in all caps. Okay, let's see. Who's got the money towards ST688? And I picked the winner, and it is... Wiggly! How the hell? Every damn time. Flush that. Okay. <laughs> For Clint Cockbirth. Reverend Charlie Goodmuffin, and all the other people that aren't here. I'm Buck Henry. What? <laughs> <sighs> I don't know why I'd be Buck Henry. And I'm, hu- I'm hosting. Wait, so we really want to talk, but you're Frank. Yo, that's right. I'm Frank Hamlin. And remember, have a nice death. Potty failure.